This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And they're walking him with the bases loaded and intentional walk to Barry Bonds. Two and two with the bases loaded and one out. Hey everybody, that's my favorite intro now. Welcome in to Beer, Bourbon, and Baseball. I'm your host, Mike Curlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike underscore Curlin. And tonight, it is just a crazy season, just a lot going on, and um, we're just here to have a few drinks and talk baseball. Mike, what are you drinking tonight, buddy? As Mike says, hey everybody. <laughs> hey everybody. Uh, I got good old Blanton's tonight. You're, good, you're going with love, good stuff tonight. Love Blanton's. I give it a 10.1. That is the first drink that has reached double digits. That is – well, should, the fact that it's not perfect really upsets me. No, there's no such thing as a perfect drink. Yeah, but it's damn close. And I'm drinking <laughs> Reef Donkey. I got it based on the, <laughs> I got it based on the name. It's, uh, Tampa, it's out of Tampa Bay, and I try to drink local. I'm from Florida. So that's what we're drinking tonight. And um, before we get into like again, we're just talking news, notes, fantasy fallout from it all. Obviously, peep the shirt, got 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 to represent. Anyway, uh, we're gonna play shot in the dark. And for those who might be new followers and listeners, Mike's wearing the shirt tonight. Um, you can obviously find those. At, I forget where the store is at. I'm really bad at marketing. Um, anyway, shot in the dark. So what it is? We're playing. We're gonna get right into it because it's a drinking game, and I want to drink. But oh, before, cheers, Mike. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you're just like all over the place already. Oh, I'm ready to drink because <laughs> you and me both, my man. Well, this has been a crazy start to the year, so you know, I'll ask you afterwards. Let's play the game first. So, shot in the dark. What it yes. is? You might be new followers, new listeners, new anything. First off, thank you for joining us. I'm wearing my my hat, wishing them luck. Obviously, the Marlins are not uh, for those who aren't watching live. The Marlins aren't. You know, they're going through the COVID stuff. But shot in the dark. I'm, I'm on my tangents already. It's a trivia game. I give Mike five clues about a pitcher from hardest to easiest. Sometimes it ranges in between. Every round you get a guess. If you guess it before Mike, he has to take a shot. If Mike And if Mike just doesn't guess it at the end, he has to take a shot anyway. You get five, <laughs> you get five clues and a guess per round. Yes, and sir. then he changes it back to me. I don't, I don't take shots. I just chug a beer. So without further ado, I guess, Mike, I'll go first because I'm going to be straight up honest. I did not prep for this. I'm winging it. All so right. first clue. He is the ace for his perspective for his respective team. Danny Duffy. No. Damn. <laughs> clue number two, because we're not getting any guesses right now. <laughs> no, we're not. Okay. The clue number two. So first one is he's he's his ace for his respective team. Number mm-hmm. two, he's he's in the NL or AL Central. So you were in the right division, wrong team. Wait, wait, wait. say that one more time. He's in the AL Central and he's the ace for his team. I'm giving it away. Uh, he's the ace for his team. Very uh, old, no. Matt Boyd. Yes, that was too easy. That was the easiest thing ever. <laughs> I told you I was going to say, uh, I'll come up with another one. You go. You, no, you no, 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 no. I, I won. I don't have to drink. All right, I'll go with mine. I'll go with mine since I actually prepare for these podcasts. I'm like you. All right. I prepared the notes. I just you ready? Game. All right, I'm talking yeah. 2020 stats for this one. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a highest average exit velocity this year against fastballs. Ooh, Kyle Lewis. No. <laughs> Not even close. All right. Shut up. Has an XWOBA of 1.091 against fastballs in 2020. You think the person in second right had like a 0.7 something. You think I look any of this up? Someone who's crushing fastballs. Yes. Somebody obviously so someone's crushing the ball in general right now. Nelson Cruz. No. <laughs> oh, right, next clue. No, I got it. Stop, Dan. And uh, that is correct. It is Stan. Dang it. 
<laughs> I wasn't even a Guest fan. I, I didn't think you'd get that cute. God, I hate you. <laughs> and now you have to chug. And now we're going to get to hear you burp for five straight minutes. <laughs> yeah, it works. It goes from beer burping baseball to beer burping baseball. Can I give you another one? I feel I'm terrible. Another glass? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those who might not know why he's, he's commenting, Brent won one of our glasses last week. But anyway, yeah, no, I'm not that drunk yet. I was drunk. I was just giving away like Oprah. Let's uh, right. let's get to the giveaway real quick. Get, oh, you have a giveaway? That's right. You do have a giveaway. So go ahead and explain the giveaway. All right. So for this entire episode, I'm just going to trust that no one's going to cheat. I'm sure somebody's going to because everybody does. But um, – not Marty. You, Marty. As long as you get it right throughout the show at some point, whoever gets it right first, uh, we're going to give away SP Streamer membership, which means you get Discord chat, um, draft kit, even though you probably won't need it anymore, um, live AMA, streaming advice, really awesome community. We're building it up. It's You get to hang out with me. Like we get more and more people <laughs> every week now, which is pretty awesome. So this is the question. If no one gets it in like 10, 15 minutes, I'll ask it again. Uh, without looking, who had the third highest swing strike percentage in 2017? That is the question. Clayton Kershaw. All right, let's move on. <laughs> it's not Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> okay, I just had to get one. <laughs> All, right, All right, so we'll move on. We'll see if anyone can guess it as we go. On. So speaking of streamers, how's that going, buddy? Uh, so I picked Lindblom today, and he was doing okay. He had five Ks through three innings. I uh, got into a little bit of trouble, but he got injured. So that makes another streaming loss for me. We're not doing so great. We got Kyle Gibson later, so maybe he'll break the losing streak. But, I mean, I, I kind of said it on my short podcast this morning. Um, my ratios aren't bad. I mean, now it is not Severino. Now it is around – I have like a four-year I. Um, not great, but not horrible. And I just don't have a win, but I know I've seen some other people in the industry stream as well. And literally nobody's doing good. So I don't really don't feel that bad. <laughs> it's just I mean, really difficult. Yeah. And you know what it is too, uh, real quick before we go, Mike, um, last year as well, the first, the first entire month of last year, I went 500 and I was like absolutely atrocious. I just think the beginning of the year is extremely tough. It's volatile, especially in a short year where you know these pitchers are going to be limited. But is there anything like, are you noticing any trends or are there any names coming, becoming more interesting? And what are your parameters? Some people listening might not know your parameters and like how you come up. Yeah. So a lot of people think I shouldn't have done it for this year, but I'm trying not to stray from what I typically do. And so the parameters are the pitcher has to go five innings. He has to give you a chance to get a win. And if he doesn't go five innings, then it's automatic loss. So that's where I'm getting hit up because my pitchers are pitching well, but no one's hit five innings yet. Um, other pitchers have, obviously, but the ones I pick just can't seem to get there for some reason. Um, so, yeah. So if it's not five innings, that's a loss. Um, I want their ERA to be 4.50 or lower, which basically means quality start. If it is a little higher, like say someone goes five innings, three earned, I want a bunch of Ks. I want like seven, eight Ks, and then that'll be considered a win. So it's a little, you know, dependent on what happens, but um, that's kind of like the, I guess, what I'm looking for when I decide if it's a win or loss. I'm actually contemplating getting rid of it next year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking I might just go off ratios because. You know, at the end of the day, know. you can we'll get say. good K's ratios. Wins are fluky. Yeah, at the end of the day, if I give you 100 innings with a 3.60 ERA, I mean, that's amazing. So yeah, we'll but unless it's coming with K per inning, it's just like it's just empty ratios. You might as well just draft Grinky. <laughs> yeah, but what? No, but but I'm, I'm streaming Grinky. You're streaming Grinky. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, why why draft Grinky when you can get him for free then? Well, you know, you're not you're not you're not doing a sub three ERA or a low three. Although Grinky started off slow, but we've seen Grinky go through his, his bouts. But if you follow my hitter streamers, you would know because <laughs> I get like two likes per thing. I'm just putting it out there. I do them as well. I've been doing for the hitter side things, and every day lately, I picked three to four, and I've been getting one home run a day the last couple of days. Tonight, I had Jonathan Scope. Scope hit a home run tonight, so that's a win. Travis Shaw didn't play. I haven't checked on Justin Smoke, but I don't think he's doing well because they only have two runs, and it wasn't by him. So. <laughs> one for two tonight. One guy's like an NA because he didn't play because he's done with the family emergency. But yeah, I'm doing hitter streamers. 
another part is we just don't have the data. We're trying to do this daily based on previous seasons, stats, yeah. matchups, and we're trying to just play the best we can. And I'm having more success than Mike is on his side. It's a little easier, I think, for hitters on, to start the year because pitchers are not pitching well. So obviously hitters are hitting well. And it is what it is. I, I use the under 20% mark in Yahoo leagues to kind of pick guys that that way I, I have a tougher job to do. Cause if I have, I've noticed between 30 and 20%, that little 10% range, that means last week I would have been able to get Brian Anderson and other names like that, that are solid top 200 guys that were just on the waiver wire in too many leagues. So I didn't want to, I felt like I was cheap. So I went a little lower. So we'll see, like like Kyle Lewis, big guy. I didn't stream him at all against the Astros, and now he's overowned. And he's a guy that everyone who knows me, follows me, lo- knows I love him. I learned how to edit videos to put one together of his two home runs. Like I, I went through all the effort just so I could do that. No one cares. <laughs> Let's talk some fantasy baseball. And there is so much going on. I don't even know where to go. I got notes over here, notes over there. Let's just start with some like let's start with some of the bigger news. We have Mikolas that's out for the season. We have also he's a job, obviously. We have Alex Wood, who is on the IL. Mm-hmm. What do you? We have Verlander on the IL and Kluber, forty-five day IL. Can we just? We'll just say cut Kluber, correct? I would cut all of them. And we have another guest, Colin Moran. Uh, no, it's a pitcher. My thing's a pitcher. He's just saying Colin Moran's been going crazy. Which uh, I, was like, wait, I was like, I was thinking Colin McHugh for some reason. I saw Colin, nah. Colin McHugh. I was like, oh, Colin Moran, definitely a hitter. Um, Jeez, maybe I've been drinking too much already. <laughs> that's not a guess. I looked at him. I, I, I did look. Yeah, that's not a guess, Brent. I know. I did look into Colin Moran today a little bit because somebody brought him up because I posted that Hosmer take where I liked I noticed, him last year. I looked in. Well, I was looking into Moran. I'm like, well, maybe he made because I looked at it happened to be I looked at the Hosmer today, saw you know, I saw his launch angle from there. I went to watch a video and then you were actually kind of like, hey, a Jetto did a breakdown on this. So I looked, so I linked it in that stream. You know, the, the tweet kind of took off today, so I linked his. So if you haven't checked out the article, Go check it out. It's on that. It's it's pinned my profile, the tweet, and you can find his articles about Hosmer and his swing change. But then I went through that kind of took me down this little rabbit hole. Someone asked about Moran, and I didn't see anything. The swing looks the same. The the, the everything. It's too early to see the other stats. The plate discipline and stuff. He's a little more aggressive right now, but maybe it's because he's seeing the ball well. Could be hitting. Uh, could be hitting just really well. So I'm not really huge on him right now. But yeah. Oh, and great. Great, great Hosmer. Yeah, it was a very simple one. I, I just happened to catch it. And again, there's actually a full article on it by Mikey Ejetto of Pitcherless uh, that I linked in that thread. So go check it out if you're interested in that. But getting back to injuries, sorry, because I still get, that took us all off track. So I would say Kluber's obviously a drop. Alex Wood, are you dropping him if you don't have yeah. an IL spot? Yes. Or is he, uh, I mean, see, here's the problem is I do because I want to because he's injury prone. And what's the point in such a shortened season? And, you know, even if he comes back, I feel like he's still going to be babied. Um, <laughs> the problem is, is, is this just the Dodgers trying to manipulate stuff? I mean, it's like impossible to tell. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I obviously stash on the IL if you have a, if you have a spot, but otherwise if you're trying, I wouldn't be holding him to be honest. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm I'm with you. I would definitely – he's a drop for me as well. Mike, the doctor, says hi. So, of course, hey, Mike, what's up? Always what up? dropping in. Uh, Fulty DFA'd. So I made this snarky tweet that got, like, 85 likes. I was laughing about it with you off the air because I was like, okay. When I don't try, I get likes. But when I try, I get, like, two or three. It's awesome. But <laughs> it was about him just, like, he got DFA'd right after the game. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, that's random. But then you look at him. And now I'm wondering if he's actually like sick or not. Like you saw how skinny he is. People were pointing out all over Twitter yeah. all pictures. There's there's some kind of underlining issue there, without a doubt. Maybe like you know it could be anywhere anywhere. And I don't want to. I'm not judging him or anything. I'm just trying to get the idea. Of maybe it's like depression, anxiety. Maybe it's a substance abuse problem, an yeah. eating disorder. We don't know. But you don't go from throwing like mid 90s to 89 and looking withdrawn like that. Yeah. By accident. Yeah. That's like a legit like something might be going on there. Maybe that's why they DFA'd him. Maybe they try to get. Maybe they try to get him. The help he needed, and he just refused stuff like that. You don't know, like we're all sitting there. Everyone wants to blame the Braves that, like, oh, they didn't help him, they didn't help him. But we don't know what happened behind the scenes. We don't know what's going on, right? Exactly. And like, obviously, I think obviously he's a drop in fantasy. But do you think like people are saying Boston ends up with him? Do you think he gets signed, or do you think people almost wait and see? You know, teams are going to talk to the Braves like, hey, why would you just DFA this guy? Yeah, there's going to be an underlying issue. Uh, I'm I'm assuming and hoping we'll find out, but. 
Um, I don't know. If someone else signs him and he pitches for them, then it'll be extremely baffling as to what happened with the Braves because, you know, kind of like, you know, it doesn't make sense. Just send him down then and try and get him back on track. Like, why just DFA him, you know? So that's why, like, it, if there isn't an underlying issue, that's a very baffling move. Um, but I'm assuming there definitely is. And I know this wasn't on the outline, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Was there any <laughs> was there any pitchers, good or bad, that may have stood out? Maybe one that pitched today, six innings, nine Ks. All right, so win. let's talk about this because we know it's going to come up. Aaron Savali <laughs> obviously pitched the gym today. Uh, he went to his breaking balls a ton. He didn't throw his sinker at all, essentially, which I it like. Induced a, it, it induced a ton of weak contact. Last year, but I've been telling you, but it wasn't, it wasn't a strikeout pitch. That's why. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. So, so I'm saying that's, that's why I was very skeptical because I didn't think the strikeouts were coming because his most, his literally his most thrown pitch had like a 2% swing strike percentage and it was brutal. And then out of nowhere, uh, I guess good call by you, Mike, he literally just ditched it today. He threw two of them, I think. Threw some four seams, so he's just throwing his breaking stuff. He threw a ton of cutters, um, so it's it's definitely interesting. And you know what Mike's thinking was, and it's probably smart is they're the Indians; they know what to do with these pitchers. And pitchers apparently, well. they're doing something with him. And look what they did with Bieber, That's, that was always my thing. Look what they did with Bieber. Just look; they took a guy. No, that yeah, absolutely. Profile. His profile was better coming up, but it was very similar as far as induced weak contact. Didn't really have like a lot of strikeout ability. Now, let's be honest, though. We look at the, the White Sox, and the White Sox have a lot of K potential. They have, I mean, they have on base guys like Edwin, and they have um, Grandall, but then they have Tim Anderson, who the home run he hit today was a ball that wasn't even in the zone because that's very Tim Anderson like. And then, so stuff like that. So this team can't strike out a lot, but we, the thing is, what, what impressed me about this outing wasn't just that obviously the pitch mix obviously changed. There was a obvious attempt to uh, get more Ks or swings and misses. But it was against a team that was coming in hot. The White Sox have been hitting. It wasn't like they were stagnant, like the Indians have been kind of stagnant here and there. Mm-hmm. The White Sox have been hitting. And to come in and kind of just dominate them for, I mean, lack of a better term, I mean, there was times where he gave up some some, you know, concerning things like the bases loaded. But if you watch how the bases got loaded, it was a, a – when Edwin gets an infield hit, you know there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robert, 100%. And Robert's speed saved him because although Robert did chase that pitch a little bit, Robert's obviously known to be a little aggressive. So him chasing the pitch didn't surprise me, but he beat out what would have been a double play on like 99% of the league. So that let, that got extended a little bit. But like I said, it all goes back to Indians' development on pitchers, and that was my big argument. And I really just – I saw a pitch mix. I just – I felt like there was one coming. You can't – that's a gut feeling. That's like there's no tangible like, oh, I knew that was coming. I can't say I did, but it was just betting on – the Indians to do what they do with pitchers. That's all it was. Yeah. And so far, one start, it's a premature victory lap, of course. I'm not even – because, like, I'm also the same guy that was high on Giolito. So, for every win, there's a loss. I tweeted that, actually, because somebody actually tagged me in something to, like, like victory lap for me. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, I appreciate that. But for every win, there's a loss because we'll see. Because if I'm if Savali hits and he's this year's Bieber or whatever, but then Giolito tanks, it's kind of like, well, it's a, it ends up breaking in the middle. So – I'm not obviously it's one star, but I had to bring it up because obviously you and I, anybody who's followed us for a while now, know you and I have gone back and forth on Savali multiple times. And right now I'm winning. Is there isn't there a jersey somewhere in one of these bets? Uh, well, they all got ruined with the short season because yeah, we no. had minimum yeah. innings. Uh, let's talk about the other side though. How about Dylan Cease? Um, can can I share my screen here, Mike? Um, yeah, I guess you could, right? I don't know how it works. I'm supposed to know these things. I know I can share mine. I don't see your screen popping up here. Uh, hold on, hold on. You're supposed to be – you're over here doing this on the fly. You didn't tell me you wanted to share your screen. No, no, no. Don't worry, don't worry. We got this. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy the dead air. Oh. Well, we until you figure that out, we have Marty. No, it's oh, there. It's right there. Click it. Oh, I'm gonna, oh wait, well, hold on. We have Marty Tony. Right. Has, I have lost Verlander and Kluber. Is Tyler Molly worth a shot in a 15-team league? Mm-hmm. I think Descafani looks sounds like he's coming back. I think it's a one. Yeah, with that and Mally didn't really look any different today, honestly. Um, it didn't look like he had an improved breaking ball or anything special. So uh, I would see – I don't know what else is out there. If there's literally nothing else, I guess you could take a shot. But throw I'd probably try and look out for Yeah, throw some names and we'll talk about it. 15-teamers are tough. 
we I, we playing them. So go ahead, Dylan sees what we said. All right, yeah. So I don't know if you guys could see this great, um, but and for those who aren't watching the video, it's basically just a plot of what Cease did today, and <laughs> it is not. It is not good. Um, it looks like someone took a bag of marbles, put them on the floor, and just let them roll everywhere. So I watched. I pretty much watched this entire start too, and. Cease was everywhere. As you can see, he has curveballs way above the zone, way below the zone. He was hitting the dirt like five feet before the, the hitters. Um, his four seams, he's trying to, to to put up in the zone. And it was funny because he tried doing this a lot last year and he couldn't ha- he didn't have the command for it. He was going ab- way above the zone at what you can see here or leaving in the middle. And in spring training, what I liked about him was he started going low with it. And I don't know why he didn't do it here. It could be some kind of game plan or something. But he tried to go up in the zone again. It was extremely wild. Hitters were all over it. And again, his command was just – this stuff looks good. Like when his curveball is on, it breaks really well. And the fastball is – you know, he throws fast. Um, so it's actually – really frustrating to see i don't know if maybe this will get better we have to, it's something we have to watch but honestly if we're in if we're in start three and it's looking like this plot still i'm dumping them i can't say i blame you and i was i i recommended to dump them now like i wasn't someone asked me what i felt about it. i was like he's a streamer he's a streamer for me right now yeah because unless he's facing kansas city or detroit are you really trusting him? Are you going to put him up against the Indians again? No, you're not going to put him up against the Twins. <laughs> like, yeah. it becomes a point where it's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know um, what to do. Like, it's, a t- it's a tough thing to go about. So, before we move on, let's go back to the uh, question, the giveaway. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, so yeah. we're we're trying to do a giveaway for uh, the SB Stream membership. We had, we said this question probably about ten minutes ago. So far, no one's guessed. First one to guess it throughout the show gets a free membership. If you already have one, I mean, give it you away. Guess, you guess for fun, <laughs> yeah, or you could give it away. There you go. So the question is I'm the king of giving stuff away. Um, give it away. So the question is, who had the third highest swing strike percentage in twenty seventeen? And we hope you don't cheat, but if you do, please don't cheat, (laughs) but try and take a guess. If you get it, then you get into our awesome discord chat and some other cool stuff. So you get to talk to me all the time because you know, I'm always, yeah, that might not be appealing. It is not Corey Kluber. Well, that was a good guess. Corey Kluber was actually number one with 15.6%. Oh, nice. Yes. His massive lack of control kept me away from the teens. He needed to improve too much to even start. That's what the dust might say. Yeah, I get it. I can see it. And but that's um, about let's, let's make sure we specify for those listening that, yes. that he's referring to um Cease. Yeah, so. which I get. And again, the only thing I saw was it is not Darvish. The only thing I saw was um you know what he was doing in spring training. I guess I shouldn't have put too much into that, but you know, that's what kind of got me a little excited. Jar, uh, Darvish finished 13th that year, by the way. So I got to ask you, do yes. you buy into Eric Hosmer? I don't know. I know you're not a hitter guy, but do you have any shares? Do you buy into him? Do changes? You know what it is? I feel like he's um, – if he is out there, it's not like you're – He's barely I, out He's out. not like you're targeting him really. Um, he's not really available either though. Do I – yeah, I feel like he, a lot of people took him at the end of drafts, which makes sense because why not take a shot? Um, yeah, it's early. We got to kind of see, you know, no, but I'm saying that cause you know, again, tangible change. Like if you're seeing some of these, this, this production changing a little bit, like, are you more likely to buy in? Like if you, if you own him, you definitely have to be encouraged by this for sure. Oh yeah. hundred percent. It's just a matter of, he made this change. So let's see what he does with it now. You know, like, oh, let's sure. see, um, you know, if he actually does improve. <laughs> well, and this is my shameless plug. My boy, J.D. Davis, finally got one to go over the fence between the one that came up short, but they keep calling it robbed. And then last night I watched J.D. Davis clear, like, like what would have been the stadium, it feels like, foul, just foul. And now J.D. Davis yeah. got Otaka tonight. Uh, follow up on the previous question from Marty about his replacements. Pictures available are Freeland, May, uh, Molly, Molly. Waka, Waka, and Eflin. It's sad, but I think Waka is like – and Freeland, I mean, I guess – yeah, um, I mean, Waka's changeup did look really good at times. Always good, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's always amazing. Um, 
<laughs> Come on. I have like this weird thing with Freeland. <laughs> Is it? Well, didn't you I don't know what it is. For some reason, it? he like I he like pulls me in. Obviously, not in cores, but um, you know, I I would just I feel like Waka's the safest pick here. I I would probably go with him. I'm trying to think if there's any deeper names. There's like I wish there was a way that Howard or Pearson. Like, I mean, if Spencer Tornball's out there, you obviously got to take him. Well, yeah, but you know he's not. He's too. I mean, this is 15 teams, so it's a lot tougher. You're not getting these. You're not getting household names. Would you be looking to stash maybe a Casey Mize or Forrest Whitley right now, maybe? Or uh, yeah, the Tigers are like dying for pitchers, and I really feel like once that week is up, how could they not call any of these guys up? Mize, Manning, those guys. They have to call someone or school. Someone's going to be called up. Uh, The question is who. (laughs) But yeah, if you have room to stash, I'm definitely stashing one of them. Dowser just hit a home run. He was finally due for one. That, t- that, that Twins team is mashing. Sorry, I'm watching two games right here on my screen. Sorry, right. the uh, the Mets are pulling Peterson as we speak, and uh, so he's going to finish his day at 5.2 innings with two earned run. Pretty good, uh, pretty good debut. He would have been a streamer. You wait, uh, wait, wait to screw that one up. <laughs> Actually, they didn't announce it till freaking today, officially, really, or That's late last tough. night. Like, and we we need to talk about that because we're trying to do streamers. Both of us are trying to do streamers ahead of time. And oh, here it is. Walker. Uh, Walker, it is. Thanks, guys. I agree, Gore over mine. Yeah, I agree. I, I just my thing is, is in fifteen teamers, I think he's already owned. Like that's the thing; he's really owned in these formats already. And I didn't want to throw him out there. I guess I should have just for like people listening, I guess. But I just think that uh, he's owned in so many of these leagues. I didn't want to bring him up because he's when I think of, when I think of stash, it's people that were already owned in fifteen teamers because I play in quite a few. You have Howard Pearson and. Uh, Gore, all owned, all of them. Casey Mize is fringe. That's why I mentioned Mize. Mm-hmm. But and he like he already he, like Marty already says he already got Turnball Michael. He even used uh, smart. Oh, smart. so you got North so player. you got the uh, twenty twenty Cy Young winner. Smart man. <laughs> you didn't, but yet you didn't pick him as your streamer. Way to go. Oh uh, <laughs> no. All right, let's get back to some of that, that killed me. I know it's depressing, but um, Ken Giles injury. Another just arm falling off. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with that. So let's just discuss some of these uh, relief pitchers available. We have Anthony Bass. We have Trevor Gott. We have Taylor Williams, Nick Birdie, Greg Holland. Five names off the waiver wire, all of which got saves for their team recently. So save replacements. Do you have a preference here? Is there a way you'd rank them? I kind of wrote them how I'd rank them, I think. But I'm going to pick it up a little bit. Well, I mean, I kind of, like I said to you off there, they put Crick on the IL, so you know Birdie's probably going to get the shot there. Problem is, is how many wins are you going to get? <laughs> well, not even, that, not even just how many wins, but how long until Kello's back. I, I'm honestly asking, I don't know. Like, You're I don't right. know if he's close or not, but when he comes back, he's obviously the guy. Yeah. Um, I know you like Bass of the group, right? Or you like Gott? Um, I like Bass because he was named named the closer and closed yesterday. Yeah, I was gonna say Bass probably too. Um, I and feel like he's probably though. yeah. I feel like Bass probably gonna get the most opportunity. Um, oh yeah, and then so and then, and then Trevor got um, yeah. He's had he had two over the weekend. I think is what yes. it was. There. So because of that, I'm just like, well, even on a bad team, he's the guy. So give me Bass, give me Got, and then kind of. I don't want anything to do with Greg Holland because I feel like we've seen that show before and it never ends well. <laughs> it's a cliffhanger and it's just like, you know, there's a bad thing about to happen at the very end. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's just, I don't know. Cause I feel like there's Rosenthal there. I think, I, I honestly think that what's his face isn't the guy. Um, Kennedy's not the guy. I think that that, and that's why I was fading him. I didn't trust it. And I'm glad I, I it worked out for me, but I feel bad because people, you know, invested in him. But I think Greg Holland is going to get some opportunities. I mean, he did, but it was extra innings. We don't know how much of that's going to hold true in a tight game. And honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if they kind of mixed it up. And then Nick Birdie. Actually, you know what? Nick Birdie would be my third because I think he's the best for Ks. And their team's a little better than the Mariners. But Taylor Williams got the save for the Mariners. And again, a guy that's going to get full-time opportunities on a bad team, even before – I mean, I'm sure he'll get traded – I think there's value in all these guys, but I think it's a clear. I think it's clearly Bass and Gott, and then the rest. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. I'm I'm with you on that. So um, now, yeah. now I gotta ask. Now I have to ask Pearson and Howard. They're both slated to start this week. I don't know what, the, but actually with the Phillies, I don't. Howard's know. Howard's not anymore. They pulled him back. 
I thought they might have. Yeah, they said that he's not starring this weekend anymore. Oh, yeah, he just said it. I missed that news, and it's because I've been prepping for the show. I thought that was the case, though. As soon as I heard the Phillies weren't pitching this week, I'm like, yeah, he's – that sucks because I definitely started him in a couple weekly leagues. But Mm. that's why you have to play daily, I guess. But Pearson's slated to start Wednesday. What are your expectations for Wednesday and then for the rest of the season? Like, what do you honestly think you can get out of him? Um, so, I mean, I'm not the biggest, as you know, I'm not like the biggest prospect guy there is. Um, but from what I've read and all that kind of stuff, I mean, obviously the guy throws ridiculous heat. Um, tomorrow he's at home against the nationals, which, uh, I like, I, you know, any pitcher at home is obviously better. I don't think the nationals have really been that good, honestly. Um, their offense, so I, you know, I think it's a decent way to uh, place to start, and um, he's going to get a ton of K's. I think it's just a matter of what his earned runs are going to be, <laughs> and I feel like he's def. You know, if I were to guess, I'm assuming there's going to be some kind of struggle at times. Obviously, there usually is with rookies, um, but the upside is there. I mean, how can you ignore it? So, um, yeah. <laughs> well, right now, I don't really know what the question was. <laughs> in the pitching in the pitching landscape, you know that you need to take a shot on these ace on these ace upside guys because what's really out there right now. You know what I mean? Like, if you're lucky, Spencer. Oh, yeah. But right now, as far as the wire goes, these guys offer the most upside for what's available, and it's kind of an easy. Like, I I tweeted, I was like, sure, I'm honest, like take these guys, get Howard, get Pearson on your teams. There's like zero question in my mind. Make a room, make room for them. Even like I would try oh, to, yeah. form in, I would I would try to push from as shallow as ten teamers. It's just hard because ten teamers are usually loaded. But we have a bunch of injuries. So I've mentioned, oh Verlander, I never asked you. Would you drop Verlander or would you obviously, if you have an IL spot, you stash him? But we don't know how long he is out. And then when he comes back, he could. It's gonna take time to ramp up. There could be setbacks. You would just cut him. He's done. After he word of him trying to fix his deliver, uh, you know, redo his yeah. mechanics and all that crap, and then I'll forget about it. <laughs> and he's freaking forty. I'm not touching him. Well, no crap, you're not touching him. But are you stashing him if you have him? If, if you don't have an aisle spot, would you stash him or would you trash him? Oh, I trash him. <laughs> Sorry, I had to make it rhyme. It just made sense. I mean, unless you want to try and trade him for someone who, for some odd reason, wants him, then go for it. But is there anybody? that you're dropping right now already off of a bad start or like no. guys you haven't made any decisions no. like, well, there's definitely hitters I'll, I would drop right now. <laughs> I, I love this. I love this. Nothing wrong with 40. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. We're not there yet, Mike. <laughs> sorry about we're that doc. <laughs> we're, we're, we're 30 buddy. We have 10 years to go. We're getting there. And Oh crap. I missed a whole bunch of stuff. Um, He's just talking. Here you go. Kennedy and Nick Anderson both used the middle innings. Pull out the uh, to pull out fires. Yeah, I told you. Like, I've been saying, not Kennedy. I'm, like I told you, I wasn't really that. I didn't expect this out of Kennedy, but I expected some more multi-ending stuff. But Nick Anderson, we all kind of like anybody who talked yeah. about him mentioned this was a possibility. He was going to be a Josh Hader type. I never said he was. I, when I took him in leagues, it was as my second partial closer. Like I knew I needed to get saves from a third guy or pair him with a Castillo or Alvarado. Because I think Castillo or Alvarado are going to lead this team in saves. Yep. I did expect Nick Anderson to get a couple, but it looks like he might not get any. He might just be in line for straight wins and great ratios and Ks because he's not getting, he's not being utilized even close to the ninth inning right now. Totally agree. Well, yeah, because I'm right. Um, <laughs> sorry, I can help it. Uh, and then this is actually a great question. Cut yeah, is, for Pearson. This is tough. I'm doing it. I'm cutting him. You, did you see somebody tweeted his matchups? Somebody tweeted Otani's matchups. Uh, what is two. it? No, I, I, I'd have to find them. I someone tweeted them, though, and basically there's only two. One's against Seattle, which you're hoping his stuff is right for. Because, you know, again, we're talking about a year after. I, know I can see you're looking it up. I can just look in your eyes. Yep. Um, there's a year. There's a year uh, he's a year removed from TJ. And when you have Tommy John, what's the first thing that uh, – what's the thing that takes longest to come back? Control. What did he struggle yeah. with? What did he? I, I know you're sorry. I shouldn't be waiting for answers. No, no, that's fine. What, what did he struggle with in his first outing? Control. Mm. I don't. See, and then now he's pitching once a week. He's on a short leash. He only pitched yeah, three for getting pulled. So he here's the schedule. So he pitches every Sunday. Yes. So it's once so next month he's got the Astros. Yep. Rangers. That's right. Rangers. 
Dodgers. Yeah. Athletics. Yeah. <laughs> then he's got the Mariners. And I think then, you answered the question already. Because now and you're then you got and then he's got Astros again. Then he's in Colorado. Then he's got the Rangers, and then he's in the, in L.A. I told you it's, it's that a, is a brutal schedule. And here's the thing: it's only if Otani's strictly a pitcher. If he's a two way player, you don't cut him because his right. bat will still be valuable. That but is strictly wow. the pitcher. Like Yahoo leagues have have him as strictly as a pitcher. I have him in a league, twelve team league, ninety percent owned. Guess who's dropping him? To, like today, or, I forgot to drop him the other day. But I'm actually no, I'm dropping no, him. Like, you don't drop him. him. You trade him. Nobody wants him. Who's dumb enough to People take will him? Will want him. People Tyler Neal just hit a bomb off off Homer Bailey to center field. <laughs> um, sorry, watching person watching baseball in the background. Too busy watching the Mets. Yeah, they're terrible. Um, um sorry, but they're winning. Whatever. Well, I, I would be bragging about the Marlins, but half our team isn't playing, and not, and then not only actually no, our whole team isn't playing. I lied. Our whole team is not playing for a week. Uh, All right, let's ask a qu- the question again, since no one has freaking got this yet. Well, nobody wants your membership, Mike. It's not yeah, everybody wants it. People are guessing. All right. Build the glass. Question yeah. again. If you get this right without cheating or hoping you don't cheat, you get a uh, SP Streamer membership for a year, which means you get Discord chat, all that cool stuff. If you already have it, you can give it away. Um, who had the third highest swing strike percentage in 2017? No one has gotten it right. So Carrasco. let's see if someone can get it. Do you know, Mike? Carrasco. It is not Carrasco. Carrasco guess, was number eight. Hey, at least I guess somebody in the top ten. I'll take it. <laughs> hey, look, he, he tried to trade Otani SP. Nobody wants him because they're smart. It's so not- wait and hope is not Severino either. <laughs> so wait and hope that um, what's it called? Hope that he like throws a really good game his next time out and then get rid of him. Or just do what I do and get rid of him. <laughs> I don't wait, dude. It's a short season. You know what? Let me ask you some strategy stuff. Because I'm actually, I know Severino was 11, by the way. I I'm planning a podcast after this episode, so I'm gonna be double dipping, getting into some stuff, probably twice. It's fine, but I'm gonna ask you some stuff. What were there any notable early season standouts that you can think of off the top of your head that really caught your attention? Somebody you put on your watch list, maybe, or just a picture that you're like, you know what, like Alec Mills tonight, he really showed out. I can't say really showed out, but you know, he kind of pitched well. Maybe that piques your interest. You're definitely watching him going forward. Everything as a streamer. Anything like that? Again, I know you, this is just off the top of my, off the cuff. I know I didn't ask you to prep for this. No, no, that's fine. Um, so I don't want to say it because I don't want to. I mean, Matt was pretty right about him. Tyler Chatwood was is rather interesting right now. Um, he was pretty big a couple of years ago. I felt like a lot of people liked him. I remember. And <laughs> I kind of want to see what he does going forward. He had a ton of K's, pitched really well. I have to give it to Matt Williams. He totally called it before the start. Um, so he's someone I'm watching. If Stripling is still somewhere somehow out there, obviously Stripling. Um, Zach Ali was really interesting, <laughs> I have to say. Uh, he came in in long relief, and I think he had like seven Ks and four innings and just straight up dominated. It was it 2018. He just had that like crazy breakout year, and it was just complete crap. Yeah. Life. Uh, Chris Bassett, who I've talked about in the past, pitched really well his first outing too. I mean, he got to have a little bit of a jam, but he looked pretty good. His curveball made Trout look like he has never played baseball before, um, <laughs> which is tough really to do. Yeah. And uh, Shoemaker picked up right where he left off last year before getting hurt, uh, dominated his start too. Uh, so someone I'm definitely keeping an eye on. And then the last one is – my boy Steven Matz, if he could stay healthy, his uh, new curve looked pretty decent. Um, so we'll kind of we got to see. He he made some pitch mix changes last year, and it looks like he might be staying on par with it. So we got to see what happens with him as well. Couple now, names. Uh, oh, definitely interesting names. What are your thoughts on Homer Bailey? Have you did you look a lot into him before the year? Because I know he was kind of yeah. Like, I I can't remember off the top of my head what I found, but I did find something interesting on him. And he was someone that I was going to try and watch this year. He's pitching today or yeah, did he pitch already? He's pitching right now. He's three, he's five and two thirds, or sorry, four and two thirds, two and runs given up. I think one was this inning, maybe two of them this inning. How many Ks? I, um, I can look up the box score real quick while you talk about him though. Um, yeah, I, well, the problem is, is I don't remember off the top of my head. what Four Ks. <laughs> four Ks. Okay. Uh, nothing crazy there. I mean, they, 
I can't, I, and I can't look it up. It'll take me too long. Um, he did, he, he'd made a change as well. Second half of the year. I thought it was a little interesting. Nothing that I don't expect big things from him at all, honestly. Um, but something I, I saw some things that I was like, okay, he could probably be a really good or like decent, you know, streaming option with the right opponent. I got you. All right. Yeah. It is not Robbie Ray. I think, I think the Cardinals, I think the Cardinals are actually a team to stream against. Like they're Robbie Ray. Sorry, sorry. I like Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray was fifth. This was fifth. Oh wow! Unless he's asking me if we're watching Robbie Ray. No, Robbie Ray's not pitching. I don't think. No, no. I meant, I meant like watching him because of that mechanical. I was going to ask you about that. What are your thoughts? Because he was showing a little bit of stuff early, and then kind of lost it, like in the third, fourth inning. Um. Yeah, I'm not giving up yet. Again, it's one start. We all need to stop, you know, I think taking victory time. laps like Mike over here. Well, Savali <laughs> looks fantastic. Got out of some tight games. Uh, <laughs> contact. And when he pitched the contact, because he was, he was killing the zone, when he actually pitched the contact, they induced a new soft contact minus two hits that I saw. One deep double off of Bra- with Abreu. And a, and a we know. We know. You went over this already. Oh, all I right. Love, so- <laughs> I'm, I'm such a st- – I stand so hard for Savali. So he – so in Robbie Ray's first start, he went 3.2 innings, three earned seven Ks, which, you know, I feel like that's a typical Robbie Ray style line. What you're looking at is the walks. He had three walks in just three innings. So, um, you know, that's why he shortened it is, you know, his uh, what's called his arm and his delivery. Uh, he shortened the path in it because he was trying to get more control and didn't really look like it as of yet. So we have to see, um, but I, I'm telling you, he's like the guy that I, you know, everyone talks about. It's so true. He's kind of like, like Darvish. Darvish had a walk problem, but he fixed it. If he could fix the walk problem, Robbie Ray is going to be really good. So we, we got to keep an eye on him, see what he does there. Um, Carlos created his solo shot. Uh, sorry, I'm watching the I'm watching the Bueller start right now. Bueller's give a solo shot to Korea. Um, for what I was going to bring. Oh. In general, like how willing are you to kind of to like wait on people early? Like, again, this is a shortened season. Normally, we give it a month. Maybe you'll sit a guy here and there, but we don't really have time for a month. I'm thinking like I know. One more, I'm thinking like one more start, like cutting it in half. Give me two weeks. Like if you mm-hmm. think like two bad starts, I want to say three. You want to give them that long? That's a third of the season almost for pitchers. Yeah, no. I think about it. They're gonna get they're gonna get three starts in. Well, they're in basically like, three starts in two weeks. I know, but they're going to get 12 starts in the year, roughly. Okay. So that's a fourth of the season for a pitcher. Yeah, but you can't over you, – you still can't overreact. Can't I mean, underreact, I, though, unless you're seeing it, right? a ridiculous velocity drop or he's literally getting blown up. You know, if a if one of your aces has a, a 4.5 ERA, three, you know, two starts in, you got to wait for the third start. Ah. <laughs> I know we got you know it's trigger Ma- trigger happy Mike over here, but you know what? The Braves disagree. <laughs> I win. <laughs> no, you're not wrong there. Fantastic <laughs> comment, man. Oh, KPY right. He's actually in our chat. He is in the Discord tonight. chat. He's in the Discord. He's part of the community, and he's supporting us tonight. We appreciate it. But man, so you're obviously not so much with the quick trigger. I kind of am. Like a Dylan Cease, bye bye. Like back end guys, not the high end guys. I go out and buy a Dylan, a Dylan Carlson. I go out and buy a um, what's his face uh, for the for the White Sox. I'm blanking. Giolito, Lucas Giolito. I'm thinking white. I'm thinking uh, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. What I'm thinking. I'm I'm drinking. That's the problem. I'm not thinking. I'm drinking. But a guy like that, you go out and buy. But in all seriousness, um, other than that, it's like if they're like fringe, like. Or Otani, I'm dropping him, dude. Like I hate to say it, but I'm dropping Otani. You know how much that hurts to say? The pitcher. I'm dropping the pitcher, Otani, not the hitter. The hit- if you have them separate, keep the hitter. If you have them together, keep the player because you need the hitter. Yeah, don't, dro- don't drop the pitcher. What are you going to do with them? You're gonna, you're Mike, gonna- you got to wait. It's one start. You have to wait. I know the schedule is ridiculous, but at least wait, okay. and maybe he throws a really good second game, and then you try and trade him. But how many? You can't okay, drop a pitcher that you took in what? Uh, what? You didn't before the tenth round. You didn't take like them. You took them for either dual eligibility or the pitcher was or the if they were separate. You took the pitcher very late. 
I'm talking about if they're separate. You drop them like separate. no, I know, I know. I feel like he went earlier than that. I, I got him for like two bucks in an auction. I mean, maybe that's why I'm more biased. Like I'm really cheap, but no. As the pitcher, no, just because the reason why you're looking at if you looked at um ADP, if you look at David <laughs> Doctor, you're a principal, aren't you? You're a T, you're a principal, you're something like that. Principal, I'm so sorry I forgot. But you you should know to moderate these things, not to encourage them, Mike. Come on. We need but, to get Mike <laughs> on here, by the way. We do. We need to get all those guys on here. But anyway, which we'll figure that out. But one day uh, we'll just we'll do a podcast where we just let every guest if they want. We'll just send the link in the chat, and then <laughs> they can come on. We'll pop them in whenever we want. Well, you know what? Fifteen minutes left. I'm gonna just go do that. So you go ahead and um, <laughs> you go. Let's ahead. do it. I got. Well, I don't know how to do it from the computer. Dang, I don't have Discord popped up. On my, it's all on my phone. I'll figure it out. Anyway. Uh, you, I forgot we were talking about. So yeah, back to Otani. He's a drop for me, man. Even if he gets it together, what are we talking? Three innings, four innings? Like, okay, cool. Then three or four innings the next time. He's never. When is when is he gonna pitch five innings in a game in a month? I'm serious. I'm den- genuinely asking. Rubrics. Uh, yeah. I again, it's stop, one stop, start. Stop the Mike, out. it's Mike. It's stop one it, start. Man. It is not a cop out. It's one start. Oh man, this is so. Aggravating. You know how many pitchers so, probably have started horribly last year in one start. Hmm. Or how about yeah. this year? How how many didn't have like sixty game season, and then he could even miss some. Are you dro- are you dropping? Uh, you dropping Charlie Morton, Mike? You're comparing. <laughs> he is a thirteen point five ERA. <laughs> you realize what you're comparing, right? You're comparing the two. That it's ridiculous. You can't compare them. One was why because he's coming off injury. One was drafted in the second of the round, one was like a tenth round pick or later, and one is coming off Tommy John. One just has a little bit of decreased velo and still has his curveball. So yes, I'm not really So are you dropping Griffin Canyon then? Canyon didn't look as bad, but I don't want <laughs> he pitched four point two innings, got seven K's. He just happened to give up three earned runs. If he got through the fifth inning, he, you wouldn't be asking me that question. I think about last year, Matt's had that one horrible game, and then he had a really good second half after that. Now you're comparing Matt to Otani. That's fair. I'm dropping Otani. <laughs> Matt was really good. All right. Well, <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> what? And the, yeah. most impressive part, the most impressive part is I just invited the crew. Join us if you're watching. I just managed to do it from my phone while talking because I'm really good at ADD. And, uh, and management, this is why I host this thing. If you want to come in, chat with us for the last 13 minutes, have at it. This is the perk of being part of our uh, chat, actually. So if you join us, it's very cheap, actually. You give it away, basically, it feels like, Mike. You join us. You want to come up and uh, hang out with us. We can talk. And if not, that's fine, too. We, in the meantime, let's ask my question again. <laughs> Will anybody get this answer? All right. For free year membership... To SP Streamer, which gets you the Discord chat and a lot of other cool things. Who had the third highest swing strike percentage in 2017? It's obviously not a very obvious answer because obviously I wouldn't have picked it. What? I said it's aggravating. Gio Gonzalez. It is oh not God. Gio Gonzalez. I love that people actually aren't looking this up. I really appreciate that, by the way. I'm going to Fangraphs right now. So you talk while I go to Fangraphs. And it is not Chris Sale. I feel like a couple people have guessed him. Chris Sale was fourth. Someone oh, guessed Kluber. Kluber was first. So it is not yes, those yeah. two. I want to guess, but I can't think of anybody from 2017 that was good, but like this, like weird, like deceptively good. It's like, actually a pretty baffling answer. When I when I saw it, I was pretty surprised, and that's why I'm, I guessing, I'm guessing there are no nobody that they're that's really around right now. 2017. All right, we're getting towards the end, so I'm going to give a hint. I feel like Mike might get this. His main pitch, his best pitch, is a splitter. Oh, Tony, <laughs> that's 18. And you need to stop guessing because I don't. If you get it right, I don't want you to fucking. His best pitch is a splitter, and he was third overall in swing strike percentage in 2017. That helps anybody get it. Oh, Joe Barbuto got it. Obviously, the Yankee fan. It is Tanaka. Tanaka had a 15.1 swing strike percentage that year. That, that, 15.1. That splitter had like a 30% swing strike rate. 
it was crazy. I remember looking into it. I was like, whoa, a splitter would like be dominant. Um, you know what? Now I want to see. Let's see that year. The splitter was dominant. I'm telling you, it was ridiculous. Like, no, I I don't doubt you. Of course, the Yankee fan gets it. Of course, it's Joe. Joe's gonna have to give it away. Um, yeah. That Part year had a 23.7 swing strike percentage, and his and and his slider had a 20.8 swing strike percentage. Oh. Talk about having two ridiculously good breaking balls. Talk That's about crazy. Balls. Do you have any hitter questions, Mike? I feel like what I'm going to that year. He went. Like I'm sorry, I'm, I'm like right. looking at it. You want to know what's crazy? That year he pitched 170 innings. He had a 4.74 ERA. How many Ks? Um. He had 194 Ks. Jeez, there you go. 25.8 K rate. That was the highest he's ever had. Pretty interesting. Do I have any hitter questions? I was asking because I've been peppering you with um, uh, pitcher questions. And can I just talk about my my boy Kyle Lewis? Like, is that like allowed? Yeah, man. I added him because of you, and it's working out pretty well. Yeah, he's my guy. I mean, he has a 44.4% strikeout rate at the moment, but he also has a 16.7% walk rate. I don't look at rates yet because he's batting 400, 500, 800, exactly a triple slash on the on the year. I'm really upset none of our people are listening. But uh, oh, Brent wants to know how good was Severino's swing strike. Didn't you mention he was eighth or something like that? Uh, he was 11th with a 13.0 swing strike percentage. Man, how good he could have been if he just can get right and not be hurt all um, every year. Anyway, uh, Joe Barbuto, if you're still listening, just uh, do it as a giveaway on your Twitter or something. <laughs> and if not, you can could, you could talk to him afterwards because he is your uh, brother-in-law. So, all right. So I, I obviously I've been I've been looking at yeah, he definitely cheated. I've been looking at some of uh, Lewis's stuff just out of curiosity because again, it's kind of you know I know it's early, but I gotta look at this guy and honestly, man, he's improved just like how much he chases the ball. I know he strikes out a lot, but. He's cut so far. I mean, we're talking very small sample, but the guy has cut 10% off of his chase rate already. So his O swings down 10%. So he's already he's already being more selective at the plate. But because of that, he's, it's almost like he's being too patient. And that's probably I gotta go look at his like call strikes because he's being very patient because his swing his Z swing, which means his O zone swing, and his overall swing rate are below league average as of right now. And league average right now is already pretty much league average of last year. It's pretty crazy how how fast league averages regulate because they're re- they're really similar already. And his swinging strike rate is really, really high. So for somebody who doesn't swing a lot, it's almost like obviously he doesn't swing enough and then maybe he gets behind and chases. That's what I'm seeing from his plate discipline. And then when I looked at Savant numbers earlier, he's you know they're all red right now because he's killing the ball. But the guy actually, his launch angle is down a little bit, which would be concerning, but the ball just carries for him, man. He just hits it so hard that his – and his, that's why. I was going to say his line drive rate is probably astronomical, and it is. Right now he's not hitting any ground balls, 14.3%. So even though his his um, his, his uh, launch angle did dip just a little bit, you're still getting a guy who's putting the ball in the air 42.9% of the time and hitting 42.9% line drives. That will not mm-hmm. sustain itself. But the fact that he's hitting more balls in the air already, maybe the maybe long, that's why launch angle isn't the be all end all because his launch angle might be lower, but it might he still is getting the ball in the air more. And that's all we care about. And line drives will lend itself to a really good batting average. And the guy's hitting like as much as he again. We're talking fourteen point three percent ground ball rate. He has zero infield fly balls. So every ball that he's hit in the air is made it to the outfield. Stop looking so disinterested, Mike. Act like no, you can't. I'm interested. And his opposite field uh, right now percentage is fifty seven point one. So he's not even forcing the ball. He's not even trying to hit it hard. He's just hitting it where the pitchers are giving it, which is fantastic. Which explains it. So if he has a if he has a more patient approach at the plate right now. And he's hitting it to all fields, and actually more specifically opposite field because that's pitchers are attacking away in the zone. We're looking at a guy who's maturing as a hitter, and that makes me more believe, like more into buying in. It's too early to buy in truly, but the early trends um, kind of speak volumes. And because of the early trends, I'm actually more apt to buy into a player based on early trends uh, right now than I usually would. And I'm trying to find anything to hold on to in terms of stats because we don't really have much to go off of, you know what I mean? It's kind of annoying. Yeah. So I'm just taking what I can get and going with it. I think he actually might have walked in the first. No, Kyle Lewis got a hit in the first inning. Look at that. He got a hit, a base hit. There we go. I'll take it. He's he's just going to – I actually wanted to watch the bat, and I missed it. I just turned on the game. And he got a hit. I want to see what it was. But 
man. The guy, the guy, and last last night he went two for four. And his home runs, guess what? They were off McCullers and Verlander. He's no slouch. This kid, this kid can smack. And if he's maturing as a hitter, watch out, dude. The guy, you can see, I, I love hitters. I'm talking. I'm so excited. It looks like he got a single. I don't see a he double. Snacks. He snacks. Didn't you see my my typo? He snacks. He slaps. So, no, he snacks. Like the young and, kids and, say he slaps. Oh no, I don't care about what young kids say. I'm, I'm getting old after <laughs> kids. But what I what I was gonna say is my new thing is snacks because. I made a typo because that's all I ever do. But then people were like, oh, I love it. I'm like, you know what? And someone actually said it, so I'm stealing it. But he's like, running backs eat and sluggers snack. I was like, oh, I got <laughs> it. I like that. Like, that's, that's actually pretty funny. Right? So, when, I, so, so I, can't, I wish I can, I wish I can give credit, credit, credits due on Twitter, but I tweet so much, I lose track of who I talk to. But sluggers snack, hashtag snacking. Yeah. Yeah, so that's happening. So, yeah, Kyle hashtag Lewis is my guy. Hashtag snacking. <laughs> so – Kyle Lewis is snacking right now, man. He's just feasting out there. He's just, he's just, nom, 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 all day. <laughs> so yeah, Kyle Lewis, man. My Kyle Lewis, man. You can't, can you? I think, I think we need to go. <laughs> I think we need to end this now. We have five minutes though. <laughs> you want to talk for five more minutes with me, buddy? Great show, gentlemen. Good night. Maybe you're right. Maybe we shouldn't force it. It's been, it's been a lot of fun, Mike. Um, before we got here, you know what? We'll spend a few minutes. On our outros, you're doing a lot of work. I'm doing a lot of work. What are you doing? Where can they find it? All that good stuff. I, obviously, I forgot to even introduce ourselves, so I forgot the Twitter part this morning, this time. Yeah, so for those who don't know me, my name is Michael Simeone. And uh, <laughs> uh, no, you find me on Twitter at SPStreamer, uh, website SPStreamer.com. Um, basically, every day I'm now I'm putting out an awesome streamer chart for all of you. I, I At this point, I would just, whatever I pick, go opposite um but it's nice we're finally getting to the point where i could start putting in stats so you guys could start kind of making your own decisions as well basically what i'm doing is the research for you just making it a lot easier instead of you having to go through different sites and blah 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 this will just give you all the info right in front of your face you could say okay this is who i have out my league and look at you know who they're going against and what their stats have been lately and kind of picking who you want to stream if you do want to stream. So we got that going literally every single day. You could see it on Twitter, on my website. I also post on Reddit. And um, as we've been mentioning with our giveaway, we have a membership called SPS 24-7. Super cheap. Uh, really cool, though. You get, um, you know, if you have it into next year, obviously you get our draft kit every year. Um, we have an awesome Discord chat where there's, you know, a bunch of different channels. One is streaming. So if you have any streaming questions for any league, we answer you right away. Talking about a bunch of things, you know, we do live MAs. I'm going to, um, we're probably going to try and start doing some extra content for you for that grouping as well. So it's cool. It's growing, which is pretty exciting. You're um, welcome. Let's <laughs> put that out there. Yeah, you, you don't get the credit. But uh, yeah, so, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, so, you know, again, it's cheap. Um, it's like two bucks a month. Or if you want to do the year, it's only $11, I think. Um, $11? So it's really not bad. Um, I can't take it serious. I'm sorry. As, yeah. as, oh, as Mike oh, just comments, Mike's part of it. And uh, he's just saying the membership is no brainer, which is awesome. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, so that's everything that. Because I'm in there, Mike. You just accept it. What? says that because i'm in there no and no, also it's a lot of fun mike and i obviously we built this rapport we have a lot of fun it goes way back and it spills into this into this membership and then into this chat we have a lot of fun and mike mentioned we're going to honestly putting be putting more effort into it and just kind of having more and we put a lot of effort in when we run but we're going to be having more fun trying to make it a place you can come to escape and just talk baseball fantasy mm-hmm. non-fantasy and we have a we actually just created a venting channel yes because- which is awesome <laughs> Because we have all these players just kind of shitting the bed, and we're like, let's just vent. And so we have a venting channel that is honestly kind of the a highlight lot of, of fun. This oh, way, yeah. when you hate everybody on your team because everyone, no one's playing well, you just go in there and rage oh, in there, and then we all encourage it. <laughs> yeah, or or we all try to one up each other. Well, that happened to you. I had nobody do this. It's like it's a lot of fun. But anyway, appreciate it, Mike, as always. And of course, you can find me on Twitter, Mike underscore Curlin. My big thing, my calling card. I found my niche. It took me like a year and a half of doing podcasting, writing. But check out lineup takeaways. My lineup takeaways. It's a, it's a hashtag right now. Hashtag lineup takeaways. You click on it. It'll take you to all of them from opening day till today. I've been doing them every single day. I go through. 
and I sit there and I just literally look at every lineup, follow the trends, point them out to you. I'm very proud of this. I've gotten honestly, and I and I I very I'm like I'm very proud of this because I've had people reach out to me multiple times, like saying, "Hey, this is awesome," and I honestly just appreciate the support you guys give me. And we kind of made three minutes happen, Mike. So on that note, appreciate everybody listening as always. We'll see you guys again next week, and until then, we will talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us. Have a fantastic night and be safe.